0: We wrap up our year in review with quarter number four of the sports season. And, of course, we are joined by Mid Kansas Online Sports Editor Steve Sell. We got a great pre-seed into this fourth quarter because we had a great month of September. Leading into that was the month of August with all the anticipation. And then starting in October in quarter number four was when all these teams were beginning postseason action for McPherson High and for McPherson College Football as well. And we talked about them a little bit in quarter number three. Let's start off with boys soccer in terms of this fourth quarter because I think they were one of the first ones to get done. The McPherson High boys soccer team, they had a great push bumped up into the 5A postseason. They finished the year 13-5, and had a chance to beat Bishop Carroll in their final game, and we just knew they were one game away from getting into the final eighth state tournament and having a chance to make a run, but ended up just a little bit short. But they really played great in the month of October.
1: Yeah, really did. And and remember, this is a team that had only one senior. So basically, the team that you saw in that final game loss to Carroll is going to be back next year. And I got a feeling next year is going to be the year, if they don't win at all, they're going to be in the Final Four. I really
0: believe that. McPherson I Volleyball was in the exact same boat. They got above 30 wins for another year as they continue that stretch, but... They just couldn't get over the final hump in the substate final. I was down there at Newton for that game, and it just felt like it was their chance. Because in the previous matches with Newton, they were not able to overcome the Railers. They would win the first set and then lose the final two. They win the first set again, and lost the final and two. And that was kind of a
1: story of the season. They they'd always they could jump out to that first set victory. Newton proved to be a kind of a thorn in the side. I think we lost three times to Newton this year. So uh, you know, quite a few of the losses that we had this year were to the Railers, but they were an outstanding team. But five A at the vo- volleyball at five A is just incredible because there's a lot of good teams.
0: Then we get into the big one and the McPherson High fall team that made its longest run. When we got into the month of October with Bullpup football, we began to understand how deep of a run this team was going to be ma- to be making. And we knew by about week five that they were going to be the number one seed in 4A West. And so that gave them the best path and the best chance to reach a state championship game for the first time. And that was our discussion throughout this whole process. Yes, they were undefeated, but they knew their goal was to make it to a state championship game. They opened up the postseason with... An easy win, 71-13 over your Indy Bulldogs. They turned around, beat Ulysses, 48-17 at home in the round of 16. Round of 8, we thought that might be the big push from Arc City, but they beat the Bulldogs 62-28. And then it set up the matchup with Goddard. And we knew there was a chance that the Bullpups would play this Goddard team. Goddard, of course, in AVCTL Division II. They had played a very tough schedule throughout the year. They were a little banged up. And we knew that if McPherson played well and played their game, they would win. And they would advance to a state championship. Defensively, you couldn't have asked much more from this McPherson team. But offensively, the story of the year in this game, they just could not get the ball into the end zone. And all year, they had been so successful in the red zone. But in the second half against Goddard, four chances inside the ten and did not score once.
1: And something the Bullpups had not done all year was turn the ball over. That's right. They had hardly turned the ball over. They had a fumble right down by the goal line. They had an interception in the end zone. Uh, It it, it was almost like a rerun of the Andale game uh, from the year before. Uh, Got hit with a big play on the second play. I think it was the second play of the game. Goddard rocketed for a touchdown. Really after that, the Bullpups' defense played lights out. Uh, they were just tremendous. The Bullpups had more yards. They they had more of everything except points on the
0: scoreboard. As they lost that one, fifteen to fourteen, Goddard would go on to lose in the state championship game to Bishop Miege. As the Stags won their fifth consecutive at the four A one or four A level,
1: and Goddard gave up sixty nine points, I believe, in that game.
0: So there will be a lot of talks with this twenty eighteen McPherson High football team of what if? What if they just get the ball into the end zone? What if they're able to kick a field goal? But the thing that will never be a what-if is this team won more games than any other McPherson High team in the history of the program. They have so many All-State guys and so many different banners that they'll be able to show and say, look at how impressive this team was. But there's always going to be that what-if because they they wanted to be in Topeka so bad. And
1: they rewrote the record book. I mean, they smashed about every offensive record between Kyler Hoppus, Jace Kinnaman, and Gabe Hoover those guys probably, they probably, between the three of them, made about 20 new records for the Bullpups.
0: They averaged 411 yards per game and just in a, absolutely... Basically a half. That's right, <laughs> because they, every was, game was over at half. Yeah, time. the
1: starters went, I think, five games in a row, didn't even play in the second half.
0: Such a fun year, and they lose a terrific senior class with, obviously, quarterback Kyler Hoppus, running back Chase Kinneman. Their three best wide receivers, Gabe Hoover, Chandler Wired, Talon Hoff. But... As you look back to this upcoming or you look ahead to this upcoming season, it's the defense that is young and brings a lot of people back and might have a chance to have another great year. Yeah, and
1: and you know, you talked about the guys you lose on offense. You also lose Dawson Van Gotham. That's right. One of the best linemen. Shane Starkle. Uh, uh, but then on defense, Khalil Lisbon, the defensive MVP. Hard to replace him. Yeah. And, you know, he's 6'5", 280 pounds. And what you know, talk about a guy that kind of came out of nowhere. Khalil Lisbon. He was, he kind of last year or two years ago as a junior. You know, he didn't really start until about, uh, what, week six or seven. Uh, we knew he could be a pretty decent player, but he was unblockable. And then you add in, you talk about the defense for next year. Cody Stufflebean will probably get some D1 looks if he's not already. Uh, the game against Goddard, he was, to me, by far the best player on the field. And then you look at Mason Thrash. Tremendous linebacker, Bryson Labar at linebacker, really good. Keaton Stockham was that third linebacker. All three of those guys are back. You look at Caleb Hoppus in the secondary. You know he's going to be a good one. Jacob File, first team four A by one uh, service as a defensive back, also as a as a return specialist. He had a and as a running back. as a running back. Uh, he's going to be very good. Uh, this is a bullpup team that's going to play the same schedule as this year, except the sites will be flipped. So when you look at how they dominated and, and you look at those teams, what they got coming back, don't be surprised that the Bullpups aren't eight 0 7 and one, six and two, I think, at the very worst.
0: Also a big shout out to Kenton Galva and Galvin, Coach Shelby Hoppus on them making it all the way to the state semifinals as well, losing to Solomon in eight man division one and then Solomon Smoke, would
1: Yeah, and, and Smokey Valley undefeated regular season. That's right. And they you know, they lost the eventual or eventual finalist Pratt. Uh, and Pratt, uh, that was a uh, great game. Uh, I think they had Sabetha, if I remember right. That's right. So Coach Lambert up there did a great job.
0: As we transition into McPherson College football, unfortunately it was a bad ending to the season as Coach Paul Merkowitz resigned at the end of the season after going 3-7. and seven. And so the coaching search began for a new Bulldog football coach, and they have turned over the reins of the program to Jeremiah Fiscus, who... Went to McPherson College, went off and was at several different schools during his time as an early coach, and then ended up at Henderson State as a at the Division II level as a coordinator. And already he has made a big impact for the yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah,
1: great pedigree. Uh, you know, he was at Henderson State, uh, offensive coordinator, recruiting. TCU. Co- yeah, he's had a he's had a great pedigree. But uh yeah, uh, you know, we hate to lose Coach Murkowitz. You and I got to know him really well, and uh we thought we were gonna have a you know, a really good football season to talk about. But as it turned out at McPherson College, it was about the volleyball team. That's right. And Coach Jessica Cleveland, uh, they won the KCAC, did not lose a match in the KCAC, uh, won a play-in game here at the Sports Center. Very exciting, down 2-0. The Texas Wesleyan came back, won at 3-2. Went on the Nationals for the first time in school history. Uh, they were one match away from making the bracket round, but they end up 34-4. Uh, Coach Cleveland was Coach of the Year. Uh, Lexi Kite was the KCAC Player of the Year and All-American. And boy, did they provide a lot of thrills, 34-4. and four. That's just unbelievable.
0: The only other big thing that we can note throughout quarter number four is the start to this McPherson High School basketball season as we wrap up our year in review in terms of the sports. And this is almost sort of a preceding into what is to come throughout the month of January and then into February. On the girls' side, this is a McPherson High basketball team that we know going into 2019 is going to be able to win a lot of games. They've looked so solid in this first semester. On the boys' side, we know they're going to have to work really hard in order to put themselves into a great position for the postseason. But both of these teams, like it is every single year with McPherson I basketball teams, they get better and better throughout the year. And I don't think there's anybody that wants to play McPherson Come March.
1: No, you're right, and the the winners gotten off to a great start. Uh, the swimming team, boys swimming teams, won three of their first four meets. Yep. They've got a ton of state qualifiers. Uh, you look at the wrestling team, ten and one in duels. Uh, Red Edmondson, Scott Radke, both of them fifteen and zero on the year. Uh, looks like got a couple great shots at a state championship there. Bowling hasn't even started yet. They have their first match after the new year, so that'll get a kickstart. We're gonna have a very good. Winter sports season carrying into January, February, and March.
0: It's going to be a fun one as that'll oh, yeah. be quarter number one of 2019. Steve, happy new year. Yeah. Great wrap up to our year in review.
1: Yeah. And, and there's just, you know, so many and some things in the area we weren't able to get to, but there was a lot of good area stuff uh, as well as besides what we did mention. And uh, it's just going to be. Um, I think it's going to be another great year. 2019, just follow up on 2018, just more of the same.
0: Keep it rolling, and Steve can coin this as the year of the bull pups, even though I think the last <laughs> I've 20, that, 20 yeah. years have yeah, been. I've said Yeah, I'm kind of wearing of that out. Got to come up with something new. All right, we'll take one more break, and when we come back, we wrap up our year in review.